the destruction of discrimination. In the recent months, we've referred to the novel coronavirus as a villain of sorts, one that is conscious and diabolically plotting the destruction of human life. This villain's form is a virus that affects one human body at a time while turning its latest victim into a host, enabling it to spread more efficiently and grow exponentially. This villain has shown resilience in the face of medical treatments and vaccines known previously to humans. World domination appears to be its mission, invading humans in every continent, country, and city. We have superheroes who are brave enough to fight this villain, frontline healthcare workers, most government leaders, and physical distancing practices. We hope that there are more superheroes coming soon, including efficient and effective contact tracing and the development of a vaccine. At the hands of this villain, there has no doubt been destruction of our economy, of our lifestyles, and most of our short-term plans, including graduation celebrations and summer vacations. The destruction has been greater for some over others, though. Many have seen the destruction of their income, or worse, the premature death of loved ones. Discrimination is another villain that has been destroying our society. Unlike the coronavirus, this villain is not novel and has been present for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Similar to the coronavirus, though, it is not visible to the naked eye, but clearly seen through the path of destruction that it leaves behind. We may not have always known where it is, but we can see where it has been. Discrimination is a complex villain that attacks in many ways. Discrimination based on race, gender, or religion are well known and increasingly visible to many. There's also discrimination based on age, appearance, and ability, which may be less visible but still destructive. Discrimination also needs a human host to spread like the coronavirus. It is an infection that we catch from other people. It is through the influence of parents, teachers, religion, leaders, corporations, marketers, and more that we become affected with discrimination. We're not born with the ability or understanding of how to discriminate. It is an undesirable skill, one that we have learned, and one that we, unfortunately, teach others. This villain has a form that we are well aware of. This form is what we read often about in the headlines, and in this moment, countless stories from recent months and years are heard more loudly. It has clearly infected the systems that educate, fund, and govern our society. This villain has a more vicious and destructive form, though. Unconscious discrimination is a form travel that travels beneath our awareness. Unconscious discrimination has become systematic in each of us. We are all infected. Unconscious discrimination exists in the subtlest of forms that more often than not evade our consciousness. The judgments that we place on others with incomplete or incorrect information. There are countless opportunities for me to practice unconscious discrimination. When I choose where I sit on public transit, when I scan through resumes of candidates, when I swipe through profiles on a dating app, when I choose who to donate to, when I vote for a political candidate, when I scroll through a feed. In simple terms, discrimination has come to mean when someone is treated unfairly or differently based on their race, gender, religion, age, appearance, abilities, or other factors. Discrimination, especially in an unconscious form, is an undesirable skill. 
Discernment, on the other hand, is a desirable skill. In simple terms, it is the ability to judge well. It involves paying attention to the finer details of something before placing judgment. In the examples above, my evolution is to bring conscious discernment to the situations where it otherwise could bring unconscious discrimination. I do not remember taking a course in grade school about discrimination, reading a book about how discrimination affects society and how it affects me, or hearing business leaders speak about discrimination in their organizations. Teachers can be our bridge from discrimination to discernment. We can choose to see everyone as a teacher. The school, the workplace, the church, and the stage may be the formal places where we see teachers. The home, the social feed, the garden, and the meditation are the informal places, each with their own teachers that likely have even more influence on us. To apply the skill of discernment to picking a piece of fruit or buying a piece of furniture is relatively easy. To apply the skill of discernment as it relates to the treatment of other human beings is not as easy. It requires empathy. The destruction from discrimination has led to a sympathetic response from many of us. I see your pain and suffering, as a doctor would say to a patient or a lawyer to a client. The destruction of discrimination requires an empathetic response from all of us. I feel your pain and suffering, as a good friend would say. Discrimination is so widespread that it has infected each of us. This moment has become a spotlight through peaceful protests to bring attention to this humbling truth. The irony in my reflection of comparing the coronavirus to discrimination, both villains and both infections, is that the latter may be more maybe the more dangerous one. Discrimination has not only affected our systems and each of us, but it has also infected the coronavirus. The coronavirus has disproportionately discriminated against certain populations more so than others. In each moment, we must ask ourselves if we are helping the virus of discrimination spread. In this moment, we are being asked to become the vaccine to treat the infection of discrimination. We are the superheroes that can bring destruction to discrimination.